finally happened. Max and Lewis have crashed. It was a Dutchman that ends up in the wall this time, but that was only the start of it. There's been a war awards ever since. Teams firing back at each other. Absolute chaos on social media. It was the British Grand Prix. This is the Final Corner Podcast. Uh, my name's Colin, and as always, I'm joined by Tom and by Nick. Hello. Did you enjoy the Grand Prix on Channel 4? I didn't in the end. I watched it on Sky. Oh, dear. Oh, wasted opportunity. I enjoyed it. I heard, well, yeah. There's some, some opinions floating around that Matt Webber's rubbish. I kind of agree with that. And <laughs> no, normally, during a normal race in Highlights Channel 4, he's just there as like a little third character. Uh, but this time it was like it was trying to do like three main commentators. So that was a bit weird. But I still, I still really enjoyed it. It's not bad for a number two commentator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took a second there. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it all ended in tears for Max. And, well, Max. By the end in for Lewis. Pretty much. Um, I was at the Grand Prix. It was women roasting. Yeah. It was so warm. It was it was too warm, and that's my takeaway from the weekend. It was bloody warm. Are you still sunburned? I just go pink and then back to white. So you can probably yeah. see in the video I'm just back to white now. Ah, oh, that's but, true. Yeah. yeah, it was so warm. Um, yeah, three day weekend for grandstand tickets. So for practice one, I'm trying to remember how the weekend was set out. Practice one, I was at Maggots and Beckett's. Qualifying, oh, okay. I was at Village. Mm-hmm. Practice two, I didn't bother with. Oh, yeah, that, sorry, yeah, you've reminded me of the weird yeah. structure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember how it all went together. <laughs> Practice two, I didn't. Uh, I was stood at the one of the Street, but I was just kind of milling about. Hmm. Then I was at Woodcut for... The sprint race and the women's Ooh. W Series and F2. And then on the final day, I was at Stowe. Nice. So I missed all the, the big crashes. <laughs> so wherever you were, nothing was happening no, yeah, at each yeah, session. Pretty, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. I missed everything. Uh, it's a good you... setup with just the giant screens that they've got and the play, the play circuit commentary over the tunnel and you can buy our radio. Which oh, you can buy a radio? Yeah, it's a little nice clip-on-ear radio, which just means you can hear it as the cars are going past. Um, Interesting. Which is handy. Do you get to choose each day which where to sit, or when you buy the ticket, is it you know, uh, pre-allocated? You choose where you sit for the Sunday. Um, so you've got an allocated seat for that. And right. Friday, Saturday, it's Roman grandstands, if you have a Sunday grandstand ticket. You can just find a spot. Yeah, but Friday they were pretty lenient. I think they were letting anyone in the grandstands, but on Saturday they were checking everyone's tickets to make sure you had that yeah. ticket to get in. Did you have uh, COVID testing proof? I did. Um, you had to either show the NHS app if you're from England, or for us Scots, just an email or a text saying that you were negative. And you had to do one every 48 hours. Yeah. So you could get in. So the day before you all had to show and they'd let you in. On the buses it was masked up but fully packed and then once you got in free for all. <laughs> back to normal. 
Like the on the yeah. Friday, like people were like putting them on to go into the toilets and into the merchandise stalls for about twenty minutes. Then everyone just said, "Stop it! We're here. Just go mm-hmm. with it." So it was it was weird to be back to normal for a weekend. It well, too hot. Yeah, oh, it was far too warm. Mm. I mean, I was too hot watching it. At home, <laughs> fan, so. Yeah, it was uh, it was good to get some shade on the Friday and Saturday. A couple of the grandstands, but Sunday at Stowe was just constant sunshine. And was there a TV screen in every place you were? Yeah, yeah. Look at it. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty well great, and they're good LED screens, so you can see them perfectly, even in sunlight. Nice. They're not there normally. For every, when I was there for British GT mm. or Bronpan, there was. I think there was a screen. I think <laughs> it was that was just it. But there were only three fans, so you could just. Sit wherever you wanted. <laughs> yeah, they weren't too fussy. Yeah, you could just do whatever you wanted. I walked an entire lap. <laughs> Are the grandstands permanent? Yeah, I think so. Silverstone, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. So I always I... forget there's one. Were you in a grandstand at the Maggots, Beckett's area? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget about that one. You're really that... high up as well. It's a really it's a trek to get up the staircase. But you look right down on the middle of the second bit, which I think I don't remember that one when I was there last, but it must have been there. But yeah. I walked, I walked, I did a full walk around the circuit on the Friday, and it's, uh, it's quite a trek. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, yeah, it is. It's really far. Um, there's some, some people who I work with who like to run it hmm. like the, on the outside um, for oh. exercise. Oh, yeah. Mad. You've just triggered my first annoyance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people who take bikes the British Grand Prix and try and cycle round outside of the roads while everyone's walking on it and there's golf buggies and bin lorries and there's 140,000 people and you're on a effing bike trying to push through. What's this? You're Why would you take, do that? You're people do that. Bikes in and people do it and I want you to punch every single one. <laughs> I've never heard of that. What yeah. the heck? Oh. Where'd you put it? When you, when you just, just, just take it around with them. So they're sitting in a grandstand with a Bicycle or not. <laughs> I'm assuming they're not got grandstand tickets. <laughs> but if you walk around, there's just random bikes dumped everywhere. And people, oh, for weird. some reason, take them in. So, yeah, that's my first annoyance you've triggered there. You should turn up next year with a tricycle or a scooter. <laughs> One of those electric scooters. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Big wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, this was the first weekend of sprint qualifying or sprint race. Or, no. Ah. F- F1 sprint is, I think, yes. its official title. Was- Gonna pick you up on that because it's, not it's a sprint race. Or a race. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced they said sprint race when they initially announced the concept. They did. And then on the weekend, it's just sprint. Yep. They yeah. don't want to use the name race for Saturday. Mm. And but, so what is it then? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was lights and a flag at the end. So mm. it wasn't a time trial. No. I'm I'm gonna say it's probably a race. <laughs> I have changed my mind. I think I mean, the position should be Friday now as well. I've changed my mind over the weekend. Ooh, what, what was your mind? What was your opinion initially? I wasn't really bothered, but I thought, well, it's pole position's the person that starts the Grand Prix for first. But now mm. watching it, I'm like, no, it's the person who should be fastest. There was a full length mm. qualifying session. There was. Yeah, that's true. And someone was quickest. There was. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure. But they did not get pole position. Therefore, that's weird. They got fastest lap, I think they were trying to call it. But then David Coulthard, I think, yes, just kept taking position over and over again. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. Which was, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. I, I just struggled with watching a f the full-length qualifying for it to mean not much. Yeah. I know it set the grid for the sprint. But yeah. uh, we've said this before, and I think you both disagree with me, but uh, for me, make it like a one-session thing or a w one lap show, something different with that than a full-length three-sector, six-section thing. Oh, I see. I think my opinion might be different from being at the track versus watching TV. True, yeah, it meant, right. It meant that all three days there was something important happening rather than just practice. Because after yeah. five yeah. minutes of first practice, I was pretty bored because uh, it didn't matter. So it was kind of... Um, so to get proper qualifying on a Friday night, and the atmosphere was brilliant for that. And seeing Lewis just hold on after he messed up his lap to take pole. Yeah, but everyone was cheering for not much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I wasn't there, so I can't comment. On but that. I, again, I don't know how the full weekend played out on TV. If it was actually better or not, my boss texted me after the, the sprint saying that was a waste of time. But I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that was great. So it was good to watch something on a Friday night. Mm. Yeah. My my thing is, I'm not you know just change up the qualifying format, not uh, not the full three se segments. I was happy with the timing and the. Uh, the days of when they were on, mm. just the format. What did you think, Nick? Yeah, I I liked it for something different, but yeah, I think the uh, changing the quality up would help a lot. I think there's lots it, of different it, things they could do. Yeah, right. It was quite a staid change in the end, mm. wasn't it? We're gonna rip up the rule book and we're gonna do something that's kind of the same. Mm. But really throw it up and say something like go by championship position and whoever's in the top 10 in the championship has to qualify on hards <laughs> I mean I'd definitely watch it yeah <laughs> something that would actually mix up the grid yeah the, the, there was an opportunity to do something a bit more radical but mm. oh well oh well I still enjoyed it still enjoyed it because it was something on yeah. a Friday night there was something on a Saturday which normally I'd watch qualified because I normally tend to go out and about on a Sunday and then have to watch the race later on. But mm -hmm. I was able to watch... Oh, it's not a race, is it? I was able to watch some close competition on the Saturday. <laughs> it's a race. <laughs> the, the F1 website now states on the results it's actually sprint qualifying, which they didn't want to call it during the weekend, but apparently mm. now it's sprint qualifying. Oh, yeah, the BBC calls it sprint qualification. Yeah. Mm. But proper qualifying on Friday, uh, big surprise probably was George Russell in P8. Yeah. That was Q good. When he got through to Q3. That was, was the best bit. Yeah. Amazing. And then he actually went one better and beat a Ferrari and a Aston Martin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, what was he? He's less than two tenths off of fourth place. Mm. Oh, that's staggering. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. But he's not Mr. Saturday if he does it on a Friday. No. No. I do <laughs> hate that phrase though for him. It's, yeah. It's just kind of like, well, he, he a, can't race, but he's quick. Yeah, it's a bit belittling, belittling isn't it? Well, uh, the can't race part, I might start to agree with, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Charles Clare in fourth, I thought was a Hager result, because he, he beat yeah. Perez, who was nowhere all weekend. Yeah. Standard. As yeah. usual. Did have a lap time good enough for fourth Perez, but it was deleted. Mm. Mm -hmm. It ended up what six tenths off max. Which, yeah, but, yeah, 
Woulda, coulda, shoulda again. He's early promise is kind of fading the past few weeks, I thought. I've got a theory about this, but we'll come to it later. Hmm. But Lewis took pole from Max in second. Uh, well, did he take pole? Uh, to me, he did. <laughs> in my book, he took pole. Um, there, was, there, was, there was a collective groan when they seen that Max was up in the first two sectors. Was there? Yeah, it was just like a, oh, on the TV. <laughs> And there was a mega cheer when we saw that he had messed up the final one, as did Lewis, who went around the yeah. and sideways. Yes, <laughs> totally. Spectacular. Yeah. So I think he was up on his lap as well. Until it was. Then, and yeah. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. messed it up right at the death. But luckily, they both messed it up, so it's fine. Ma- Max was complaining about, oh, it feels like there's no front wing or something, like it's not connected, uh, there's just crazy amounts of understeer, which raised an interesting point, because Park Fermi rules mm. happened after FP1. Yep. Unless your name is Sergio Perez, which is absolutely <laughs> mental. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking at this point, oh, if he's actually struggling and he's not just, you know, messed up a lap, he's not going to be quick all weekend. But of course, he was quick all weekend. So. Yeah. They can change the front wing as well. True. I'm yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. I think they had went for, I think they had went for more downforce, so they were mega through the corners, especially mm. Maggot and Beckett's, but mm. they were always in about 20 kph in the straights. Slowest in the straight line. Whereas Hamilton was the quickest in a straight line. Yeah. yeah. Which might, uh, you know, culminate in a certain instant. We'll <laughs> <laughs> get to that, we'll get to that. Uh, then it was practice two, which I have no idea what happened. No, I mean, I, what happened. I, I really, really didn't care about practice at that point. No, no I mean, it's such a strange practice session. Like, you've had the big thing. Now you're... And you can't change your setup. So all the, what are they doing at that point? Just uh, tyre wear? I think they were just looking at tyre wear, yeah. Mm. Mm. I think well a few of the drivers did say there was no point in having it Mm. yeah I suppose suppose it's just to maintain the track time for Mm -hmm. Silverstone yeah and to give them a bit more data Um, F1 sprint with some snazzy new graphics it looked like was it a race (laughs) 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 oh dear here we go Another hour to go. Yes, it's a race, sprint qualifying race. Um, Max jumps loose, gets a great start from the right hand side of the track. Mm. Seemed to be quicker all weekend, even mm. in some of the sport races. Jumps loose, um, he comes back at him down towards Brooklands, but yep. has to back out, and then that's pretty much it. He tries, tries. to go around outside of Cops, but just it's not happening that's practice what run number one yeah. can't go around the outsides I'll bear <laughs> that in mind yeah um, and that was pretty much it for the race sprint qualifying thing yeah apart from uh, Alonso wasn't it yeah uh, at the front I mean yeah Alonso got a mega start and ended up in fifth I believe at yeah. the end of the first lap which I've no idea how he did it but he was on the soft, soft tyres soft tyres and round the outside of everyone around two or three corners yeah, <laughs> just stuck it in. It was. It seemed to just. Yeah, it was mega. Mm. Um, which made it quite interesting because then it was him trying to defend from everyone for the rest of the race. Yeah. Um, George Russell got his usual pretty poor start. Mm-hmm. Then into Brooklyn's Carlos Sainz tries to go around outside, but the McLaren in front of both of them walk up, walks up. I think Ricardo. Mm. Which then I think causes Russell to walk up and he runs into the side of signs and pushes them off yeah 
three good plays, good penalty, I think it was, in the race. Mm -hmm. which, I didn't agree for it. I didn't agree for it. For, well, that, I, sorry. from where I was sitting, I, I, I thought that's wrong because I could I seen it happen. I seen signs going off, but then once mm. I seen the replay and seen that he had walked up, I thought, mm, fair enough. That's how I thought as well. Oh, it's when you watch the sights on board, and you can see that George is already running wide, and he still tries to go around the outside. And I'm a bit like, well, I felt like it was a void. There's a trajectory that the Williams seems to be going on. And I feel like Sainz almost... Like, the cars are so wide with the rear wheels. I feel like it's an unfortunate misjudgment. That's my view on that. Although, wow, that is a dangerous rejoin from Sainz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrendous. Across the giant crypto.com sponsorship, which was everywhere. Did you yeah. buy some after that, Colin? I don't know. I was going to ask, was that actually on the grass or was that like projected on? Because I, I can't remember seeing it on the grass. I might be wrong. I might it looked projected. Thought, it looked yeah, projected. That's what I thought when I seen that. I've cut it back. You know, I'm sure I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, that that was, if you watch it from the Gazzy on board, good reactions from your man Gaz, Colin, <laughs> to, uh, to avoid that. So, again, that's another reason I felt a little like, uh, three place yeah. grid drop for that. When I think science could have maybe avoided it a bit, and nothing for the rejoin. Yeah, but anyway, I, suppose, yeah. I did find it annoying that it was under investigation to be. Um, I believe it even said on screen actually after the race, which is quite amusing. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't it? Ah, <laughs> hoisted by the rumpetard. Um, yeah, but I suppose as it wasn't a race, they can get away with that. But I hate it when they do the after the race investigations. Right. Yeah. You don't find out till later. No. Kimmy was put on the sauce and he managed to get himself up to 13th. He was really punchy this weekend. Mm. It was quite fun to see. <laughs> Sainz managed to record to 11th. Uh, uh, really, good really good recovery drive. Really good recovery drive. Considering it's only a half hour event. Um, ah, yes. To get event. back from almost La last. Almost last. I think it was alongside Latifi when he rejoined. Uh, yeah. Well, also considering the lack of overtaking anywhere else in the field across the weekend, generally, hmm. that was a superb effort. Yeah, well, Wandel managed to get past Owens, and I think Ricardo did as well. Yeah, yeah but they were stuck behind for a while, and that kind of mm -hmm. stuck them in fifth and sixth, which is still decent for McLaren. Anyone got any opinions about the weaving? From Alonso, I love it. It's great. <laughs> Tiny yeah. bit excessive, but it wasn't dangerous, so I think it's, it's fine. There was a couple of times where it was, when they got really close, I was like, ooh, that's yeah, that's a little, I'm fine with it otherwise, but when they're within a one car length, it's a bit like, well... Yeah, if there's a chance of them coming together because of it, it shouldn't mm. be going on. But I do think there was enough gap, just. I, th I think so. I think he did get a warning for in the braking zone. But he I did? Didn't, yes. I, didn't, I don't I think it was in the braking zone. No, it was on the, it was on the back straight. Mm. Not the Valentine Street, Hanger Street. Was he trying to avoid a protester? Oh, that's a very old reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that in the Robin Hood outfit? Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, it, it was like something like Robin Hood. I can't remember what there was a protest about. It was a badger or something. They had a sign at that car. <laughs> something like that. Badgers! <laughs> yeah. It, it was something stupid, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, oh, I'd need to live Google it. You live know. Google. I'll yeah. talk about Perez spinning in the meantime. Yeah, yeah yes. you go for that. Um, that was a bit chunky. I think he was sort of 
it'd fallen back a bit at the start because, like, let's say for example, Alonso had the soft tyres, right, Nick? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he spun. I thought he'd, I thought that was in the wall from the initial angle, but the replay said bit, a bit of gravel slowed him down. Yeah. Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. <laughs> um, and yeah, that saved his race, I think. It really did look like he'd gone flying into the wall, but yeah. Yeah. I don't even think he tapped it. I think he stopped just parallel no. to it. Yep. Um, and Red Bull on the last lap retired him so that he could replace every single part in the car, I think, by the sound of things. Yes, apparently there was an issue with the car. Yeah, he drove through a gravel trap. Yeah. <laughs> what that issue was, I don't know. Apparently there was a legitimate reason it was not strategic. All right, all right. Mm. But maybe Mercedes should uh, counter-protest. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting that all of the drivers that put on softs made up lots of ground. Um, and then just had to defend, apart from one. Yeah. Would, would it be car number 77? It would. Mr. Valtteri Bottas. Yes. Right. Who was so slow, it was painful <laughs> to watch. Mm. He did nothing on those. Yeah. He was lost exactly, off Leclerc at one point. That's exactly what I thought until I rewatched the start of the sprint. Pause. Uh, <laughs> He actually gets a better start in the front row hmm. and gets alongside Hamilton. But I, in my mind, it looks like he backs off to protect Hamilton. Awesome. And the main advantage was in that first lap. And yeah. he still didn't do very well the rest of the lap. And the rest of the race was not that quick either. But if you if you look, it's quite a tight angle to that corner. It's, it's flat, especially in the lap, first lap, right? And it feels like he sort of defends Leclerc, sees Hamilton, he's alongside him, backs out early. I think it was a team team game thing he was doing or just extra tentative because yeah. I, I during the actual event until watching it back this evening I thought yeah I've written down here in the notes what the heck is Bottas playing at he's on soft tyres and he didn't do anything but I feel like the start has a little part to play there no that could be I hadn't thought about it like that so the Silverson protester was a yes. man, two thousand three British Grand Prix by a man named Neil Horan breaking news <laughs> He was wearing an orange skirt and was waving a religious banner that said he'd read the Bible, the Bible was always right. Nothing to do with badgers. <laughs> Nothing to do with badgers, apparently. <laughs> that must have, that must have made that. That was maybe the Hockenheim one. I am sure there was something about badgers, but apparently not. Um, he's apparently also done it at the Epson Derby, 2004, 2004 Summer Olympics. Oh, wow. World Cup 2006. Uh, Just stop giving the man tickets. Yeah, exactly. Don't mean. And apparently in 2004 he was found not guilty of a decent assault of a naked, of a seven-year-old girl. He was naked oh, that, where, he was naked while they played hide-and-seek and she tickled him. And he was found I not don't. guilty. So that's good. Right. Brilliant. So I'm glad we read out his profile and I saw that I, section. I feel a bit uneasy now. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. So... He's still alive, so that's fine. I thought it might have been him at the uh, oh, Euro final. I shouldn't have read for the one. Yeah, don't. <laughs> uh, in 2017, he showed his support as a court for disgraced entertainer Rolf Harris. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, that's nice. That's nice. Well, you learn something new every day. That's the yeah. last time he'll ever be mentioned on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> or any other podcast. Uh, yes. Uh, so, yes. Uh, on to the proper race. Yes. Oh, one more Just, thing actually I wanted to cover. Uh, well, two quickly. One, Russell finishes in the top ten for the first time ever. But doesn't get any points. Yep. No. And 
I really wasn't sure about the whole victory lap on the track. But yeah. I'm curious what your viewpoint of it is from being trackside. I was on the bus home by then. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. avoid 140,000 people going for the same bus, I left two laps before then because I didn't think anything was happening. Ah, so fair. you missed uh, the crypto bus. So yeah. I. I they were handed out free Bitcoin. <laughs> I uh, did. I did see the clip of it, uh, but I, yeah, mm. I didn't wait around for it. I seen the buses go around pre-race as a practice, and that's where I decided I'm not waiting for to see someone mm. stand on that and wave. Yeah. So, I how, how was it on weird. TV? It was weird. It just seemed really crap. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, first of all, it had a roof. I thought, as a fan, you wouldn't be able to see the drivers that well. Yeah. And I think that was maybe to protect from the sun, but it looked like another excuse to stick the crypto <laughs> website yeah. all over it, which which clearly the sponsorship works because I've mentioned it like four times, so now I'm not going to. And then there was a really awkward moment where they, went, they, went, they gave Lewis the mic, or tried to give Lewis the mic and say, do you want to have a word to the fans? And he was just sort of like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't use the mic. He just sort of waved at everybody. Yeah. Because I guess it was on the spot. The interview had already gone way over long. I can't remember who was doing it now. Oh, Jensen Button. He couldn't get the words yeah. out. And um, this sort of just riffed this awkward awkward moment and clearly Lewis didn't have anything to say. Yeah, which didn't... That's the problem. It didn't mean anything, did it, at that point? No. But I'm all for more fan interaction in Formula 1. Yeah. That was just a bit weird. Oh, and the wreaths. They got a wreath. Yes. I don't know if it was just Max or not, because he was the only one wearing it. Ah, uh, I don't know. I think it was just Max, yeah. Was that the prize for winning the event? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get a trophy, so you get that. Mm. Plus three championship points. True. Oh, yeah. Don't forget that. So, so, why didn't... If it's pole position, why didn't they get the signed Pirelli tyre? Oh, yeah. Oh, important questions. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's missing a Pirelli tyre. <laughs> Who got that? Did anyone get that? Did Lewis get it? I don't for... think anyone did, actually. No, don't think so. Uh, I feel like if we've missed something on the coverage there, and uh, maybe, but yeah. Anyway, if anyone's listening, <laughs> tweet tweet Colin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the answer. Uh, no, because live live googling's coming up with nothing. Hmm. On the F one website, the last picture is from Azerbaijan, which was a while ago, wasn't it? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's not been updated in a while. Mm-hmm. We're on round like round nine, aren't we? Oh no, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so quick. Okay. Just Perfect. another thing. Okay. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. We'll never get to this race. Go go. Did you see the 2022 car in person? I did. Um, Was this? Do you want to talk about that before the race or after the race? No, I'll talk about it now. Yeah. yeah. Was it as massive as it looked on your Instagram post? <laughs> no. Uh, I guess it looked regular Formula One car size. Right. Um, they had it on. They didn't have it there on the Friday. I'm not sure if they they had announced it by then, hadn't they? Oh, I can't remember. They announced it during the weekend sometime. Mm. I can't remember when that was. I think it may have been. Mike may have done it on Thursday. I believe. So they had the car out on Friday. There's mm. one for the general fans, and they had one in a VIP area, I believe. Oh, and you were in that one, yeah. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> With Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and... Uh, <laughs> so, Tom Cruise. Uh, Harrison yeah. Ford. Harrison oh, yeah. Ford. They were all there. 
the one that had it on display was the one with like the shiny silver livery. Yeah, uh, and it was pretty cool to see. Um, the there's not there's no any little daft aero bits on it, so it's really yeah. smooth looking. Mm-hmm. The rear wing's quite uh, it's quite sharp. How's like how safe it? it is? Uh, and the little the little fins over the wheels are pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, because apparently the the covers of the wheels are that the current teams use wheels as aerodynamic devices. Yeah. So they're trying to stop that in a way, or reduce that. Is that yeah. correct? And they're trying to get the less addenda on the like the aerodynamic bits are because they're trying to get more downforce from the floor, which yeah. should help. Yeah. Overtaking. I think they are aerodynamic devices themselves. But yeah, sorry, carry on. Are they? Ah, okay, alright, sorry. What I'm thinking is, if there's less drag, or less downforce coming from the wings, does that give less of a slipstreamy effect? Dunno. You might be able to follow closer, but you might have less of a differential yeah, I know uh, it's on a straight. being done in a different way, because I know at the moment they use like, the blown axles to push air out away from the wheels. Right. And... These wheel covers are, are meant to help the aero flow, but I'm not sure exactly are how they? that sort of works with the car. That's because we're not aerodynamicists. <laughs> they also look horrible. <laughs> the front wing is massive. Yeah, they do look horrible. Hmm. Is it? Yeah. Which, which I oh yeah, and and the uh, end planes is that the right yeah, term? They are really tall. Right. Mm. So I'm thinking if there's a slight rub. Are you going to lose more air? If you know, if a if a big chunk comes off, as opposed to one of the little tiny spindle little bits, mm. is that going to affect the racing a little bit? I don't know. I think what you'll probably see is less tire cut punctures because the wing goes mm. rather than a sharp mm. edge. I'll do that again. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Colin was moving his arm around there for audio listeners. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks interesting. Uh, I thought it looked a bit like the rear wing. No, it's, it's really strange. It's like a coat hanger upside down. <laughs> I don't know how the DRS works with the way they've shown it. Um, um, it wasn't on the model. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this can't be. There wasn't a hinge. If you so, I want. Um, I was actually curious what this is actually made out of. If it's like plastic or if it's proper like carbon fiber. And it might be sure. clay. A uh, play doh, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There is a white or kind of silver reflective wheel rims, like, mm. but again, I don't know if that's just this car or what it's being the, the proper one. No, the, the wheel rims there, they will be, the wheel covers are for all teams, but they are open to have their own look or design. Mm. Yeah, and same for the whole car as well, right? Like, yeah. That This is a generic mock-up. They, each yeah, it's team. concepts of what it could look like. Yeah, each team will look different to that. I, I wasn't a fan of the look of it, but then I saw like mock-ups going around the internet with the actual team liveries on, and I thought, oh yeah, that looks yeah. good. That looks good. Mm-hmm. Like in the Red Bull one and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, proof is on the track. Indeed. How Did you hear? They follow each other. Ricardo allegedly said, "Oh, that looks very bad," or something like this. Yeah, yeah. And supposedly he was not talking about that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what else to sure talk. I agree with him on that one. Yeah, yeah. While looking at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I thought that was quite amusing because he said, uh, "I didn't say that about the car, but I can't remember what I was talking about." 
<laughs> so how do you know you wasn't saying it back? <laughs> Doesn't hold up in a court of law, that. No. 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 Race? Mm. Yes, an actual race. No, one more thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Carry on. I want my dinner. Come on. Uh, <laughs> race. So. Uh, Are you sure it's a race? Oh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's definitely a race. So the starting grid is the same as sprint results, except from George Russell drops to 12. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there was any more penalties. Perez starts from the pit lane. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was on the hards and everyone else was on the mediums. Mm. Race start and Lewis gets a good start on the dirty side of the track, as everyone is. Gets pretty much alongside Max through turn one, but he holds on by running a bit wide. Defends well through the loop, and then they come along the hangar, no, Wellington straight. Yeah. Hamilton has a go around outside of Brooklands, but then backs out because Max is going to run him out of road. Gets, runs wide through Woodfield, runs wide so he can get a good exit onto Woodcut, onto the old pit straight. Gets a great exit, run on Max. Dummies that he's going to go to the outside. Goes to the inside, really tight to the old pit wall. Tries to go through the inside of Cops. Hits Max, and Max goes flying into the barrier. 51G impact. And the internet exploded, and the team bosses started fighting, and all chaos had broken loose ever since. Yes, so, oh, Sebastian Vettel had to stay behind after the race with his rubbish bags to pick up all the dummies that had been spat out. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I'll, I'll let you two have a crack at this first then, if you want. Tom, you can go first. I was going to say the same to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't disagree with a 10-second time penalty. I do think it's touch and go. I kind The more I watch it from every different angle, I mean... Nick just sent across one where it's like the 360 onboard camera. Um, I just think, yeah, Max has definitely got a part to play in this. I disagree with the crater. It wasn't an explosion. The internet still it's got a giant crater that's still there. <laughs> you can't say anything on the internet now without the response being, well, it was Lewis Hamilton's fault. And um, the main annoyance for me is how Red Bull's gone on about it during the time uh, with the whole and Max, and then since now with all the other shen- political shenanigans going on, it's uh, it's not a good look for Formula 1 in general, actually. Yeah. No, so as we record this, we're a week and a half after the race. We are, we're late in recording this, so in the fall it's still going on a week and a half later. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, Lewis is tight to the wall, and it's going into so tight than you'd want, even if you were overtaken. Cops, sorry. And he does run wide. He misses the apex. Max sees him. He's 80% alongside. His front wing is at his fr- Max's front wheels. Max sees him, straightens off his steering, and then chucks a lot back on. Assuming that Hamilton will just have disappeared by then. And yeah. they end up in the ball. Now, I'm kind of you. I thought that's a penalty because he's the one making the move and there was contact. And if you're going to push and blame, it'll pro- it will be on more Lucy's side than Maxi's. But what I took away from it was, why did he turn back in? 
why take that risk when you've got all that track on your left hand side mm-hmm. plus a concrete runoff yeah. why take the risk on lap one yeah that was exactly my viewpoint as well he could have just opened up the steering gone wide and then still been straight under his rear wing and uh, potentially retaking him down the hangar straight there was no need to risk cutting in well not cutting across him because he didn't really but he he left enough room for a car but not enough room for a car on the wrong line <laughs> yeah and I thought it was going to be um, an epic overtake by Lewis till it went wrong everything leading up to it was really nice I think but yeah in that same scenario, I would have done the same as Lewis. I think that's a one way of looking at it. What would you have done? Exactly that. But yeah. you probably would have... I think Lewis almost tries to... Oh, he's turned in, I'll slow down a little bit. If it should, yeah. Maybe just should have kept it planted and side-to-side contact and they both would have gone out of the race. But They've released the telemetry and Lewis slams on the anchors. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he's 80% alongside. If you don't go for that move... Then you've totally lost the battle with Max because yep. he's yep. already got out of the way from this season. Uh-huh. If that if you're eight percent on the inside of a corner, and you don't go for it, then just pack it in. At, at the minute, we've got this incredible title race with a lot of tension now and drama. Yeah, I'm certain that the viewership figures will go up, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and what Lewis can't do now is become timid. Yeah. You can't be bullied by this onslaught of, of well, exaggerated hyperbole from Red Bull. Yeah, it all started with Christian Horner's interview immediately. I mean, that's after. literally his job. I don't know what else he does other than that. No, but he got heavily booed when his interview came <laughs> on over. Although, to be fair, when Lewis came, so it brings out the safety car, Lewis comes past, there was a, quite a bit of booze started at the back of my grandstand, which was quite good. Drowned out by cheers and applause, and everyone go mad for him. Uh, and then Horner's interview got played, and he he presents it as if Lewis has just stuck a wheel up the inside, like lazily just hanging up there. Yeah, they but, kept but, using the term "stuck a wheel up," and I was like, he has stuck a car up there. Yeah, he's alongside. Yeah. He doesn't fully make the corner, which is why he deserves a penalty. But he's not stuck a wheel up. He's alongside. He's made. He's. He's. It's a fair mm-hmm. move to try and make. And Max would do the same. There's no way in hell Max just happens backing out if he's up the inside. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, down the straight after Woodcut before Cops is uh, where Hamilton got the run in the sprint and went to the outside mm-hmm. and failed. This time Max covers the inside, but Hamilton does a. If you watch the onboard, it's a beautiful dummy. That's what I was talking about. It goes straight to the to the right, then it goes left, mm-hmm. right, but then it goes back right, and there's just, and to me, an element of it is Max has been outfoxed at that point. Yeah. So the sharp turning is a retaliation to that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not inside his head, am I? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're all wrong. We're all completely <laughs> wrong. True. We're three British men, and we're wrong because the internet is just full of the entirety of the Netherlands. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Formula1.nl on Instagram is not going to like this. <laughs> uh, yes, Lewis should be suspended as well, according to Helmut Marko. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, Helmut Marko, the walking quote machine. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the same member of the Red Bull team. <sighs> you know, the, the 
Formula One deciding to play the team to FIA radio messages has been a great thing. <laughs> because Love you it. get to see how petty everyone is. And the funniest That's moment of the is, yeah, is <laughs> yes. Toto Will. Michael, I've sent you an email. Michael, uh, Toto, I don't check my emails during the race. Well, you should. I've sent you a nice picture. I'm coming up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's Total Wolf with Michael Massey. And then, well, you have Christian Horner first saying he's not happy. Then you have Total yeah. Wolf. And then you have, I think, is it Simon Rennie? The Max Race Engineer, basically. The, well, I think it's it? the uh, Red Bull Sporting Director. Oh, Jonathan, sorry. Someone. Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Him, he's on. <laughs> To Michael Massey, Michael, I'm really not happy about this. I've watched it again and I'm not happy. Right. Uh, Wheatley, sorry. It's <laughs> just Wheatley. Nice. It's so pathetic, it's like crying to the school teacher. I know, every one of those radio messages that come on might have just started with the words, Mum! <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, so petty. So Toto is told you can go see the stewards if you want. So he does. Yes. Then Horner falls onto the stewards because he's not happy about hearing that. And then Christian mm-hmm. Horner's kicked up a full thing afterwards about you shouldn't go and see the stewards during the race, even though mm-hmm. Toto was told he could. And now there's a new directive, I think, this weekend where you can't go see the stewards during the race. Oh, dear. So, uh, well, you can't go see them unless requested yes. by the stewards. It's just so petty. Yes. So Hamilton, yeah, it's, it's, like Tom said, he got a 10-second penalty, which is what the... There's four penalties, I think, available. Five, ten, yep. drive through, and then ten seconds stop go. Yep. So th- that's it. So I think they've recognised that it's not hundred percent Lewis's fault, even though yeah. he's probably made the majority of the mistakes. Probably Toto's diagram. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Max is obviously has made an error because he could have avoided that crash himself by running late. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what penalty do you give to someone who sent someone to hospital? <laughs> well, it makes no difference. According to the regulations, the um, outcome of the incident is irrespective of the punishment. Well, well, well. Itself. You that say that to a Dutch person. supposed to be. <laughs> so there's, there's old quotes getting bandied around all over the place at the moment. So there's mm. one from Lewis from about three years ago, I think, when Vettel takes out Bottas at Paul Ricard. Yep. And he says, if you take someone out of the race, you shouldn't get a time penalty, it should be equivalent. So, mm-hmm. it, so ah. everyone's chucking that about from uh, the VAC side. And then on the Lewis side, everyone's talking about Christian Horn's quote from Spain this year, where he's praising mm-hmm. Hamilton for mm-hmm. getting out of the way of Verstappen. Because if he didn't, he was going on the wall. So Horn was praising Lewis for getting out of the way of Max, and now he's calling for Lewis to basically get banned for not getting out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Red Bull's stance is annoying me because they're basically saying... If Max comes near you, get out of the way. Correct. And yeah. how dare anyone else come near Max? And that's why Hamilton can't let that get to his head. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, from his post-race interviews, never and afterwards, he's not. He was quite happy to yeah. to celebrate. Yeah, but there's an element of what did he know in the moment, and the effort he's just put into it. That must be amazing to feel that. It's in the days afterwards when you see rubbish like this, like yeah. the I'm referring to. Sorry, the. Uh, is it well? Are we calling it a protest? Uh, Red Bulls lodged a petition for the right to yes. review, mm-hmm. uh, which will be held on Thursday, I think. Right. Well, I hope they get chucked out. Yes, um, there will be th- up to three team members allowed to go from the Red Bull side, and up to three team members from the Mercedes side. 
are allowed to go to the stewards. I assume it's the stewards actually that they have to go to. I'm not sure if it's anyone else. And then they have to prove that there is new and there's another word to it, but I can't remember. But new evidence that substantially yeah. changes for them to even consider it. Mm -hmm. I mean, what new evidence could there possibly be? Well, one of the rumours is the fact that they never took Max's side of the statement because he was in the hospital, and so that might be their new evidence, which is just crap if that's true. Yeah, well, that's got that can't be can't be much good, can it? There, no, it's not evidence that's subjective. The initial evidence that they were saying, I think, the day after the race was that Lewis took that corner faster than any other point that he did. But Mercedes apparently have got to him. It shows that when he was overtaking mm -hmm. other people in that corner, he didn't go as fast, but yeah. he didn't go as, as tight an angle. So again, if that's true, then if that's out the that's out the water. He did go as a tight angle, I think, at one point. But the other driver gave more room and then ran wide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you made the point, not tonight, but um, I think last night when we were speaking, Tom, about yeah. Max crowds him before the corner. It does, yeah. Um, so he has no choice but to take the line. Now Hamilton does do the late dive, but mm -hmm. once that late dive to the right happens, that after the what we were saying, like the fake move, mm -hmm. Max moves further to the right. So there's an element of that, that seems to be forgotten. Hamilton's on the shallower line, or as shallow line as that as he was in the end, with muck on his tyres, because Max has an element of putting him in that position, and he should factor that in when he's turning in. Yeah. Hey, listen, I can't drive a car at 200 miles an hour like they can. So it's very mm -hmm. easy for everybody to sit sit back. But Just looking at what possible penalty, if they do want to go back and say, okay, 10 seconds wasn't harsh enough. Yeah, what can they do? They, they, through, Red Bull wants to strip the wind, don't they? Yeah, yeah, but a drive through would be, what, 20 seconds at Silverstone? Mm -hmm. At Silverstone, yeah. As, it's a shorter pit loss. Yeah, and it's a 10 second would be fairly ish mm -hmm. seconds so if they applied an extra 10 seconds to lose his time to take him up to 20 he'd still be second mm -hmm. if they another 20 seconds on his time to take him up to the 30 he'd drop to third so yeah. he could potentially lose 7 or 10 points if they apply a harsher penalty at that point can Mercedes retroactively withdraw Bottas from the result <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah but again, if that did happen, there'd be another appeal and it'd probably end up in court arbitration for some This is going um, nowhere. Yes. This is going nowhere. I hope so, anyway. No, it's, it, nothing is happening. There's going to be no definitive result of this because it's going to come down to the point where someone says, this is embarrassing for the sport yeah. and Red Bull will concede. I think it would be a terrible precedent if this is how we're going to go after every yeah. race. Mm -hmm. This is completely pointless. This is just a PR thing from Red Bull or a thing to bolster Max's yeah. mental state. Yeah, because I think nothing will come of it. What they're not happy about is it apparently it's cost them one point eight million dollars in car damage, which I think is about one point three million quid, one point four. Mm -hmm. So with the cost cap, that hurts them. So they're not happy about that. Again, the stewards said that Hamilton was predominantly to blame, not wholly to blame. So some of that cost is on Red Bull because yeah. their driver was a contributing yeah. factor in that crash. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the uh, comment of Max on social media? In is he's, he's in the heat of the moment. I'll give him that. Mm. Yeah. Any opinions about um, he was commenting on Lewis's celebration? What did you say? But disrespectful. Uh, mm. the driver I mean, technically, the tweet didn't make grammatical sense, but you know, fine. <laughs> yeah. 
So A Lewis didn't know he was in hospital. He was told he was fine and out of the car. Mm-hmm. And Max wasn't rushed to the hospital. He was taken for precautionary checks. So yes, he was not hospitalised, as they said. Yeah, he wasn't rushed to hospital with broken ribs or anything. Although he was badly winded and hurt his neck slightly. Yeah, it's not messing about with a big accident like that. You know, yeah, yeah. safety's moved on, and we don't want to see people no, no. even have the chance of being injured. No, but. You know, then the other thing that's been circulating around, like you said about quotes, is the picture of Verstappen on the podium when Grosjean was in hospital. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Lewis, different context. It's different context. It but. is Lewis, uh, Alex Albon, and Mike Verstappen all speech over champagne. So there was no. Oh, well, not Rosewater, isn't Rosewater. it? Rosewater. I apologize. <laughs> so, uh, like, I just think it's all messy. It all looks pathetic. Um, mm-hmm. And it's only Red Bull that's making it look pathetic. It's like Conor McGregor sitting in the cage with a broken leg, shouting abuse at Dustin Poirier from that weekend. It's embarrassing. Mm. It's just stop. Uh, it's I'll take your word on that. Okay, a UFC <laughs> reference you didn't get. Um, it's just what's it why? It's an incident. It's done. I mean, can you imagine what it would have been like when Schumacher was hitting people to try and win world titles <laughs> if Twitter yeah. was around? Or if Senna and Prost at Suzuka was happening now. Can yeah. you imagine what, what mess it would be? Well, I did, I did see a tweet that said, this would have never happened. This sort of thought would have never happened with Senna and Prost. So I was like, yeah, because social media didn't exist. Yes. Moron. Much worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't see a problem with Max's tweet, to be honest, because he's upset about it. Yeah. But it's everything that carried on after it. He should have just been told, that's fine, you're upset, but less of that. Yeah, mm. but it's, it's been encouraged in the end. Yeah, it's one of these things. I think you should just move on after the race. Although we're not. No, <laughs> but we're delayed in the carbon, so that's why. Well, one of the big talking points during the race, even uh, not during the race, sorry, during the um, uh, uh, post-race thing, was the fact that he'd unfollowed him on Instagram. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, oh God, that is petty. That is so petty. Yeah. If oh, true. <laughs> Um, if, yes, good point. I am sure that Lewis will be gutted about that if he's got like seven million yeah. followers. He's got that could easily be never followed him in the first place. But yeah, uh, yeah. if that's so true, it's just so childish. Twenty-three point two million followers. I apologise. Do Do you remember uh, when Lewis had a go at Jensen Button on Twitter when they announced he was leaving Mercedes because Button apparently unfollowed him and then he realised that he did never. Follow oh, him. there was something about that. Yeah, he was tweeting like I thought we had more respect for each other after three years as a teammate and all that and then 20 minutes later turns out Jensen never followed me sorry <laughs> so Lewis isn't uh, past that yeah. himself um, yeah do you want to talk about the rest of the race as well um, the 51g impact is pretty severe but just do you know what the uh, highest survived g is oh, oh no but is it Grosjean 150 uh, no it's not <gasps> um, in modern times, the highest was Kubica for 75G at Canada. Uh, what did you say, Colin? Um, 150? I'm sure there was IndyCar ones, which were like in the hundreds. Well, um, David Purley in 1977 survived an estimated 180G. What? Um, and survived and in, it? Yes. And in NASCAR, Kenny Brack allegedly 214G. Yeah, wow. This will be like Americans uh, converting into kilometers per hour or something. It'll be, it'll be like 60, but they've, they've times that mm-hmm. up, bro. 
180. Yeah, I can't believe the sizes of those. I was just, you know, when you just get curious when you see something, it's like, how big is 50G? Because I know it's massive, but yeah, wanted to put it into context. The Kenny Breck one is the highest G of all time. I think it was car or IndyCar, yes. but yeah. Yeah. I've seen that incident. It's awful. Yeah. But yeah, it's mad. Well, anyway, sorry, it's race. not the Kenny Brack one. I'm sorry, now I'm doing like Googling. It's not <laughs> just high for a race. It's the highest horizontal G-force ever survived by a human being. <laughs> <laughs> and 18 months later, he raced Indy 500. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my God. Texas is... Oh, no, I think... No, 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 carry on. <laughs> so, rest of the race, I guess. Um, oh yes, yeah, there was a, a race, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah, apparently. We'll run through this part quick because this is a, the rest is exciting and stuff. Um, Red flag. <laughs> well, safety car first. Mercedes don't oh, pit because yeah. Lewis has front wing damage, but decide not to pit. Mm. Red Good flag. decision. Damaged wheel. But mm. Didn't know that at the time. Red flag. They can change all that in the pit lane and don't lose any time. I did know did like him was the best of team radio or on board to someone that asked Valtteri to pull alongside under the safety car to have yeah. a look uh, to see. And then uh, on the grid, Valtteri was playing a team game, wasn't he? On the radio, it was like, so that was a racing incident, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, red flag, we get our second good start. Uh, Charlotte Clerk is up into, I think it was third before the crash so he's second at the restart yeah. Perez also takes a good start this time after his pit lane yeah. and Leclerc takes the lead pretty yeah. sharpish gets a great start again from the dirty side of the grid he's really quick for the first section and takes it from Hamilton and Bottas fell back as well right at that point he Leclerc fell behind actually Norris. had the lead before the red flag ah, that's what right. it was that's it so yeah he had the lead because of oh yeah and coming together he went round there, round Hamilton, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good shot. I'm imagining whatever that restart was. <laughs> I wasn't looking it at it. It sounded good, though. I was at Stowe. Yeah. I was at the other side of the track, <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Uh, so, yeah, Leclerc keeps the lead. And I think Norris gets a jump on Bottas. Yep. Bottas losing his traditional one spot at the start. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the full first stint on the medium tyre, so Clerk is quick enough to keep Hamilton at bay. Amazing, oh. amazing drive. As point. is Norris. Like, Bottas isn't really ever close to getting past him. Mm-hmm. And then it gets announced, I think Hamilton gets a 10-second penalty during the first stint. Mm-hmm. So when he boxes, yeah. he drops behind all... He drops down to fourth. And then Lando has a slow stop, which drops him behind yeah. Bottas. That ruined the race in some respects. Yeah. When, when Hamilton got the penalty, I thought for a, a few minutes, Lando might win this year. Because I, I just expected Leclerc to fall back. But That's what I was thinking as well. He, he didn't. Ferrari was mega doing mm. the race trim. Um, but I felt so bad for Lando because I, I don't think Bottas mm-hmm. would have got him. Yeah. No, I don't either. So Bottas gets him in the pit stop, right? He gets mm-hmm. him in the pit yeah. stop, yeah. yeah. And only just, even though mm. six seconds stop. Yeah. Uh, at this point, hasn't Leclerc had some engine issues as well? Yeah, it was. It was. There was all the yeah. team radio that. It was so he's doing this. Ama- yeah, it's doing amazing driving. He's having to press all these buttons all the time. 
Yeah, it was engine cuts apparently, but mm. presumably minuscule because it didn't seem to be affecting his lap time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. It's got to be scary when you're the driver thinking this is going to die on me. <laughs> uh, Hamilton then got past Norris at that, just after that, was it? Yep, uh, through Stoll. Felt like to just let him go. Yeah, yeah, and all Science had a slow stop as well. Yeah, so I think Sainz got past Ricardo and then ended up coming up back behind him mm. and uh, had about 40 laps behind Ricardo. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel was weaving along the handshake how Alonso, Alonso every single lap. Well, he, he clearly yeah. was behind Alonso the previous day and yeah. picked it up from him. And I felt a bit sorry for Carlos because I think he had the pace to get up Me too. Me too. towards mm-hmm. Bottas, but he's, he just couldn't. Well, Perez made two pit stops, which I thought was really weird. It yes. been quite early with the hard tyre. Mm-hmm. Lap well, 19 yes. on the hard, he, and I was like, what? He was stuck. He was behind, uh, I think, an Alfa Romeo, and a, I think it was Sonoda. Right. Behind. It may have been Gasly. It was hard to tell. But I think it was an Alfa and uh Sonoda. Then, so he pitted for, I think, a set of mediums, and then caught right back up to those, and got mm. stuck again. Yeah. Um... Vettel spun on the first, uh, fourth, fourth lap or something on his own. Oh yes, I think that's right. The restart wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's so that's a return to bad form, unfortunately. I felt. Yeah. And then Alonso tried to go around the outside of him. And yeah. It just looked like he got a bit eager on the throttle because there was yeah. no contact. Yeah. Um, and eventually they retired him because he made no progress, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, My uh, there was a great move. And it's stolen, I think it was Gasly on one of the Alphas, I think it was Giovinazzi, going around outside the store. It was mega. And he managed to hold it. Which is and not then, on the coverage. No. Yeah. And then Mazabin did a great move on Schumacher. Having had it round outside the store and then in the chicane, he kept it on the yeah. left. And he managed to get through. But again, I don't think it was on the coverage. Yeah, that's on the official onboard clip on YouTube at least. Mm. I don't think the Gazza movie I mentioned was anywhere. Mm. My favourite part of the race was Kimmy fighting. He was fighting <laughs> with Perez. I think fought with him, I think, during Perez's second stint. Mm. Yeah. Or first stint, is. I can remember. And I think Perez managed to get past in sector one. Well, it was and for a he, point. Yeah, and then yeah. The, I think Perez pitted again and caught back up. And Kimmy was fighting and he stole every single lap. And there was one where. He gets past around the outside Perez, but then Kimmy holds it in the chicane, tries to nick up the inside in the last corner, mm-hmm. and Perez, I think Perez half turns in on him, and Kimmy half sends it up out of nowhere. I don't know, like, when I watch the onboard back from Kimmy's point of view, he, he is alongside, Yeah. he's in between, his front wheel is in between uh, Perez's two wheels, it's in the wheelbase, mm. and Perez just does a full sharp turning to the apex yeah. and to me if we've got this rule book now where someone has to be culpable for every move and has to be a car width well why didn't it apply to that incident yep. I'm not saying I would have given a penalty to it but I am saying you know in my own world with my own rules right <laughs> but if we're applying this rule set like we did with Norris and Perez in uh, Red Bull Ring Hamilton and Verstappen yeah. to me Kimi is halfway up the inside of the car uh, Mazepin and Schumacher managed to do the exact same move with no contact and yeah uh, I, I, 
Ugh, can't get my words out. I'm annoyed. Perez penalty. In that, my opinion. That, it was the when I was sitting, it disappeared out of view as the turned left for that chicane. So that was the one I was expecting the yellow flag. Mm. But I saw Reichen and Perez goes side by side through there, and all of a sudden there was the yellows, and you're like, oh, which one spun? And uh, is it going to be a safety car? Someone on the wall upside down? And then it was just Kimmy spinning. I think what because it was investigated after the race, I think what saved Perez is that neither driver blamed each other when they went to see the stewards. Well, yeah, did you hear Kimmy's radio message after that? Yeah, it wasn't really It's explosive. He was pissed off about the slow his car was. Yeah, it's like, well, it doesn't matter, we'll just need to be quicker. There's a uh, cool little clip, actually, where in the post-race interview, um, Kimmy's talking to uh, the interviewer, and Perez is waiting to be interviewed. Uh, Perez is waiting there a while, and as soon as Kimmy finishes, Perez is like, it talked longer than I expected. You know, because normally it's got like two words. <laughs> yeah, oh, Kimmy. Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. Oh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Yep, and then, unless you've got anything else, go back to the fight for the lead. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So, Lewis is about 15 seconds behind, catching up on Bottas. Um... McClurk is along the hangar straight and round Stowe towards the chicane before he can even see a Mercedes at this point. The gap's huge. Mm. And then Bottas gets the radio call. First of all, don't fight Lewis, and then told, you're letting him pass on this lap into turn yeah. 12. Do it. Team order, do not fight with Lewis. And to be fair, this time he didn't, because I think it was, was it Spain? He did Spain fight did. back. <laughs> this time I think he's yeah. like, he's looking for a contract. <laughs> so... Um, he's given up on this year. So he lets him, he lets Lewis go. And then Hamilton's just hunting down Leclerc. And it's just waiting to see if there's really enough nice. laps for him to mm-hmm. to catch him. That's an amazing drive, that part oh, of the race. Just I didn't think he'd do it until about seven or eight laps to go when you could see them on the straight together and you're thinking, mm-hmm, maybe. It's weird, go back to Bottas' performance. I know he's pulled over there for Hamilton, but... Mm. Should he not be quicker than Leclerc at that point, anyway? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it should have been... Can you hold Leclerc up? Yeah, it <laughs> should have been a Bottas win in some respects. Yeah. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah, but just... Uh, superb... Every, hit every mark drive that marks him out as a, as a seven-time champion. And it was nice, uh, if you can remember that part of the race after the crash earlier on, mm. for him to show... Uh, grits and determination like that to, to mm-hmm. get it done because Leclerc's playing a superb drive as well yeah and I thought the overtake between the two of them was very well done on both sides yes how it should be done which corner mm-hmm. was it at Nick where you can't overtake ever uh, yes cops <laughs> cops oh, I wow. don't believe it you definitely can't overtake there well, what I thought was interesting this time is I think whether because of what happened with Max or, or just not at all I don't know it looked like Lewis stuck his nose in and then backed out of it. Um, but I think deliberately, which made um, Leclerc tentative to turn in and he ended up running wide. So it's like he just scared him off the track. Yeah, that's true. Rather than an outright overtake there. Yeah, well, but yeah. Leclerc left the room as well. Leclerc left the room and he had that little snap of oversteer. Yeah. Um, proves that it can be done. I was mm-hmm. gutted. I was gutted. I wanted him to do it half a lap later. Yeah. Oh, um, so you could see him. But there was still a huge cheer for him to do it, which is brilliant. And yeah, when he's 
one of his best silver syndrome, I think, fighting back from mm -hmm. that far back with a penalty to overcome it and win. And uh, the celebrations after were brilliant. Did he drive up to you? He did. Do you not follow me on Instagram? Oh, oh well, I knew. I was, I was trying to make a good podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. I'll say that again. I saw your video of him driving up to you <laughs> with the flag calling. What was that like in person? Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, it, it, was, it was brilliant to see him win because at one point it looked like it was over. And yeah, it spices up the championship, which I'm still saying is going to max. But Same. at least there's at least it's interesting now. There's only a few mm -hmm. points in it. Whereas before this race, it looked dead and buried totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hungary next, so that's Red Bull all day, though. Yeah, but it's yeah. a track. I think Lewis has won on what eight times. I know, but if we're saying that America's got some like Silverstone, they had the high speed setup, and yeah. Red Bull was the corners. Well, it only is corners in Hungary. That's true. It was interesting as well how they Red Bull used Perez to uh, take a point away from Hamilton as well. I was going to mention this because um, to me. Doesn't that show how slanted towards Max the team is? Mm. Yeah. They've sacrificed manufacturer points, team's points, sorry. Because yeah. Perez is in 9th or 10th? 10th? I was just checking because I've actually got the highlights on in the background right now. Um, yes, Perez is 9th, I'm sorry, 10th at the point when he is called in. So, he so, so they've point. sacrificed a team, team's points yeah. to, to give Max Verstappen something. So earlier when we're talking about Oh, Perez, you know, what's the gap between him and Max and blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking the whole team is so slanted towards Max, any driver would find it difficult in that seat. Yeah. And that, that proved it, that, that single thing of, mm -hmm. you've done a great job there, Perez, by taking away points from us so that you can yeah. take away point, a point from Hamilton. Because, of course, the fastest lap, Hamilton had it, but that point is not redistributed. Doesn't go to Perez because he wasn't in the top ten, but it yeah. doesn't go to Hamilton either. Doesn't go to anyone. Yeah. So that I just thought that was madness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Tom Cruise was happy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Tom Cruise was, I think, Lewis Hamilton's VIP guest, and uh, poor Harrison Ford was at Williams. Uh, was he Williams? Yeah, he was at. Williams. Why was he there? Yeah. Poor Harrison. Is um, he promoting a movie? He's filming New Independent Jones now in Britain. Oh, it's in Britain. He's filming it in Glasgow and I think somewhere in England as well. Tom Cruise did this whole Top Gun themed thing for Channel 4. Quite interesting, whatever. Uh, the film's out till November. Top Gun? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what is he promoting here then? He's just a special guest of Hamilton, I guess. Well, he's, he's been in the UK. Uh, like filming Mission Impossible. Over the last month. Yeah. Weird that, isn't he it? He was at the Euro final. He was at, I think, the Wimbledon final. And then they end up at Silverstone. So I'm not really sure why he's here. Normally when they do that, it's to promote a film, right? But if I, if, if I was Tom... filming Mission Impossible 209. Oh, they're still uh, doing that? Because the clip of the outbreak on set was ages ago. Yes, but then there was a break for COVID. And I think there's uh, currently another break for COVID because a crew member tested positive. Oh, right. I think. Don't quote me on Good that. film facts. Looking forward to that film. Yeah. Which one is it anyway? I can't, literally can't remember the number. Oh, Absolutely right. no idea. But all I know is there's <laughs> another one confirmed after this one. Yeah. Ah, oh, spoilers. <laughs> well, not really. <laughs> I think we're, we're nine now. 
Seven is the new one. So this will be eight. No, no. Yeah, no, no. Seven will be uh, 2022. Come on. Eight will be 2023. There you go. They'll just put a the in front of it. Start again. Demolition and Boswell. Easy. All that Fast and Furious where the plot doesn't matter anymore. So just bring back all the dead characters and start yeah. again. Yeah. Anyway, away from films. You just got me thinking back. I went to the cinema to see Fast and Furious the other week and it was so depressing. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, terrible. No, I think we talk, might have talked about that before. But yeah, yeah. It's one of the worst films of all time. Yeah. Uh, like, how does he even get rescued? Because she's behind the door. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, dear God. Who knew <sighs> Crappy car like that could go in space and survive. Yeah, oh, I've forgotten about that part. Jesus. Well, it's completely ruined it for Nick here. Oh, and, the, and the audience. I apologise, Nick. There is no spoiler. There is no spoiler because you're just there for sure. mindless stunts. The people who made the film ruined it for me. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, you'll watch it though. Oh, oh, probably, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. Erm. <laughs> uh, Espanocon P9. Was he? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been slating him for the past four races since he's getting his contract. We give him a bit of praise. Well, he got a brand new chassis for this race to try and prove that there or disprove that there was nothing wrong with his old one. Mm. Oh, right, okay. Fine. The team believed there was nothing wrong with it but thought no harm in changing it because if there was something wrong we can't find it fixes it and if it doesn't it might make him think that it's fixed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going fast. How much? Yeah. How much did that cost in the Red Bull uh, t- level of priceless? Oh, yeah. half a million. Chinoda <laughs> uh, got ten, which I thought was quite good. He out strategized Giovinazzi, who was pretty peed off because he was running in front of Chinoda for ages, mm-hmm. but pitted much earlier than Yuki. And Chinoda uh, actually beat Gasly as well. Gasly paid yeah. for a puncher. He did. Hmm. Still beat him. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I wasn't disagreeing. I'm giving my man a bit of praise here. <laughs> um, yeah, and I thought it was actually a pretty decent weekend for Williams, 12 and 14. Because George was, was yeah. quick and he still managed to learn to 12, although there was three cars that should have been ahead of him behind them. Williams just don't seem to have a car that can race well. No. And especially don't have a car that can start well. No. Mm. They, it always gets swamped on the starts and then they can't make up the places. No, it's just George Russell who doesn't have any talent. <laughs> yeah. I know that because someone from the Netherlands told me. <laughs> I I hope it's the car and not George because every week starts are terrible. Yeah. Every single week. Whereas Latifi's seem okay, so I don't know if it's... I don't know. I hope yeah, it's but George car. is starting mid-pack, it's a bit different. Yeah, Latifi's a bit True. further back, generally. True, not that, that much, but... The Hassies are not going to go flying past them. Mm. Oh, that was something that struck me the weekend. How slow the Hass cars are. Mm. It's quite sad actually how quickly they just disappear. Like mm. they were they were getting like an ancillary clap every time they went past <laughs> as like encouragement just to keep them going. But it, it was ridiculous how poor their car is. Was it like watching Chris James in the British touring car championship <laughs> a few years ago? <laughs> it's uh, it's not nice. I feel I feel a bit sorry for them, but they're not they're money, so they have to save it for next year, but that car is shocking. Yeah, we'll see what happens with them next year, though. Anyway, we need a we, all into it. We need a point update for Haas and Williams. Well, <laughs> yeah. Standings uh, update. Sorry. 
<laughs> Williams are ahead of Haas now. Alpha are still on two points. Probably should have had a couple precarious. this weekend. Yeah, precarious. Um, oh, and they're going to be alpha for a long time now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I was wrong all the way along. <laughs> yes, I was there. Yeah. Turns out when they said they were going to stay in F1, they were going to stay in F1. So. Then they're going to sign Valtteri Bottas. Apparently so. That mm. came out of nowhere the past day or two, didn't it? So who goes to Williams? They no longer have to uh, run a Ferrari driver either. Mmm. Correct. Not to say they won't run one, but they're not under contractual obligations. So they could have two new drivers. Although I do hope Giovinazzi keeps it. Mm -hmm. Do you think Kimi stays then? No. no. Well... I was quite well, impressed with him this weekend, how punchy it was. Like, that was great to see. He was actually fighting people. But... Depends if you can get a drive in the WRC, I think. Yeah, he's still not that quick, especially when to Giovinazzi and normal qualifying, normally. Mm. Yeah, because I'm still not sure how much of an improvement Giovinazzi's made, or is it can be falling back? Exactly. You've got to think it's a lot. You don't know. But mm. yeah. That's why Giovinazzi des deserves another season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, names that have been linked with it are you've got Mick Schumacher, you've got Callum Eilat, you've got. Um, Battery Bottas. Schumacher makes more sense to me, but there you go. I'd love to see Cal uh, Mayo get a drive next year, whatever yeah. it is. But yeah, that could be House, it could be Williams. I know I lots of Ferrari drivers, so I don't know. But... Right, he's just joined my, my team, so. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> F1 2021, the game. Yeah, and uh, at the top, Championship League's done eight, eight points. Mm -hmm. So three points in sprint was valuable, and mm. then uh, constructors is down to four points. Well, it could have been five. And amazingly, yeah. Lando Norris is still in third. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I and suppose he finished targeting it as well as a season. Ah. You know, he's probably sitting there rubbing his hands together, thinking these two up top are now going to be mm. battling each other as hard as possibly can. And I'm just going to sit here and further forth and take up all the points. Well, that's why I let Hamilton or someone who's really quick buy without too much of a fight, I think. He's thinking the long game, which is clever. It, is, it almost annoyed me in um, mm. Austria when he did it. I thought I know. put up a bit of a fight, but it, it doesn't make <laughs> sense to do so, really. Yeah, we want a fight, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, you lambasted me for, uh, I was saying, Alonso and was it Vettel in um, Bahrain were fighting and like, what, they've ruined each other's race? <laughs> but at least it provided entertainment. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Norris decided to be, so there you go. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. an F1 driver and I'm not, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's all wild, wild speculation that, oh, he's going to be going to he's going to go to uh, Mercedes instead of Russell. Mm. No, he's not. No. If you had your pick, free pick, and you're total wolf, and you have no contractual or personal relationship either, and you're just picking on what you've seen. Who are you going for? Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want to see be it. a bad choice, to be fair. But yeah, yeah, perfect number two. I don't know if it's the Brit in me, but uh, it's got to be George for me. Well, Colin, you didn't answer. Uh, a year ago, I'd have said George. Now, I'd say Lando. I think Lando is the best, been the best performing driver in the grid this season. Oh, I thought you were going to say Latifi then. <laughs> so, who would you go then? 
Oh, I've said it. Yeah, Hulkenberg. <laughs> I said between the two. So. Oh, did you? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw names at me now. Roman Grosjean. Um, I'd go George, yeah. Well, hang on a minute, and if it was just between the two, why did Nick say it was the Brit inside that decided it was George, Rus- George Russell? <laughs> he's, he's also thrown out the Belgian side of uh, Lando Norris's family. Oh, yes, I, I totally misunderstood the question. I thought you were talking about Bottas and Russell. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right, man. Colin. <laughs> Neither of us got it. So let's listen back and see if we've actually spoken English. Bottas and Norris, I'm confusing myself there. Russell and Norris. <laughs> it's late and it's time uh, to go yeah. to bed, I think. That is a different question altogether. <laughs> so, hang on. Do you want us to answer that? Bottas or Norris? Russell or Norris? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russell! Yeah. Hulkenberg. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd still say Russell. I think Lando's been awesome, but I actually do think Russell's a better driver. Okay, so. Oh, I just. I'm so, Colin, I've got a question for you, Colin. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a fair point. I'm the one that asks the questions. Come yeah, on. I'm gonna ask. No, but I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> if you had Hulkenberg or Bottas, who? What would it be? Oh, Hulkenberg. <laughs> there we go. Even, uh, well, yeah, you, I would. I would say Hulkenberg, but <laughs> he never managed to get himself a podium. So. And Hulkenberg. Yeah, that's why I want. That's why it appeals to me. Did, so. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd take Hulkenberg over Bottas. Yeah, me too. So, Grand Prix. Oh, I see Maz been spun. I said that last weekend as one of the predictions. <laughs> he did spin in front of me during the uh, normal qualifying at Village. So that, that made my weekend. Brilliant. You've seen it in person? I have seen it in person. Box ticked. Yeah. Um, I got a great laugh and a, and a very sarcastic cheer from the crowd, which was nice. Typical British. Ironic. Cheer. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Any more from you guys? I'm out. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's it, really. It was the first time I ever got to hear God Save the Queen in person. I'll say that. Oh. Yeah. And, that's uh, a good point. The guy uh, doing the tannoy forgot to press the button at the start of the race and then the red arrows flew over, so I didn't hear it then. But <laughs> uh, during one of the, the WC races, there was a British uh, driver who won it. And there was an American woman sitting behind him and they played the national anthem. She was perplexed and like almost angry. <laughs> no one would stand up for it. Oh, right. Um, yeah, that's an American. Well, we, yeah. we, we play this like every morning. We, you've got to stand up for it. Like, this, <laughs> is, this is a support race. We'll stand up for the real one. So, How was W Series as quickly? W Series was pretty good. Hmm. Um, it felt like between that and... F2 didn't feel much difference between the car. I know there is a pace difference, but watching them didn't feel much different. That's cool. Um, F2 was fairly decent, although there wasn't really much overtaking going on on uh, Saturday. Um, and I didn't see the British GT Masters. Oh, apparently that was amazing. Oh, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Jordan was trying to fight for the win. I think there was some contact. Uh See, I missed uh, that every day. It was on at awkward I times. saw some clips on Twitter and they were just like, oh, this is the best race ever. Was Porsche Super Cup there? No, it was initially on the calendar when I bought the ticket, but it wasn't when the timetable came out. you denied Michael Cree's action. Yeah. And Dan Camish, is he not in that one? No. No. Oh, well, I might be doing a few races. 
Oh, you've got me now. He's definitely in the up. British one. Yeah, yeah, I can't keep up yeah. with Porsche's race. Yeah. No. Um, the eight-pound hot dog that I had wasn't worth eight pounds. <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, if you were to put a price on it. So, see, if I pay more than a pound for a hot dog, I feel done by. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two pound fellas. Yeah. You're not in Scotland now. No. Well, you are, but you weren't then. <laughs> yeah. Three pound bottles of coke. Three pound ice cream. Uh, five pound bacon roll. That was hard. That is, that that is a hell of a weekend. That. Ice pain. cream, bacon roll, and hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, and I went to the pick and mix store and I went and I bleed my bag then and it came at £24. It's like, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it's not expensive. £24. Yeah, so. Goodness me. Yeah. Good Where weekend. else can you go, though? Captain yeah. audience. Great weekend. Might do it again. My boss is wanting to go next year, so. I've <laughs> got to go at some point. I think it's one of those bucket list things you've got to do. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. I think Silverstone's probably one of the most expensive you could do, though. Because I think the tickets for like Hungary or that are much cheaper. Pre-Covid, you could go to Spa for cheaper than Silverstone, yeah. including travel. But I don't know what it's like at the minute. Yeah. But it's definitely a bucket list thing to do. Yeah, my mm. mate used to go to Spa, and it used to, I think, used to cost him about 120 quid all in, travel, everything, oh, for yeah. the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. And you don't get a grand set, you can just get a walk-in ticket, yeah. I guess. That's something I probably wouldn't do a general mission at Silverstone. It's too busy, I would assume. It's busy, and you, the where you can stand, they're not brilliant views. Well, there's a lot of fencing. Well, mind you, every off-run track is. But. Yeah, but, but just being that bit higher than all the grandstands just gives you a much better view of everything. Yeah. Oh! Oh, I know we're wrapping up. I've got some other random motorsport thoughts. Okay. And this is the vehicle to out put them out there. Sorry, Colin. <laughs> Talking about fences reminding me. Did either of you see Formula E from London Excel Centre? Oh, yes. No, I didn't. Right, uh, you've got to watch the highlights on YouTube, Nick, because that the Leeds go-kart circuit is more challenging than, than that. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's cool. So the, the, if you don't know, the, it was they built a track inside the Excel Centre, which is like an exhibition hall, but it also then went outside and around like the pathway, the parking lot or whatever it might be. Uh, and then back inside again. So the part of it's inside, like a with like dark lighting, like a go kart track indoors. Part of it's outside, but I ah, oh. there was incidents in the race, so that's cool. But that is that is the worst track design I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> no, no question. And controversially, the safety car came out, and Degrassi in the Audi was in like I don't know mid pack, came into the pits and came out because that was quicker route than the real the, the actual race car track behind the safety car <laughs> so under safety car he jumped he jumped to first position okay. brilliant but he got a penalty because technically he didn't stop in the pit lane or something weird i just drove through they got him on a technicality but it was very clever thinking because it didn't break a rule and it was perfect that you know it's complete oversight from the rule set and the track design mm. and they saved it for the safety car moment uh, and the other thing was uh Lauschitz ring which is a german oval uh, it's where Alex Zanardi unfortunately had a hor horrific car accident and lost his legs. Hmm. I don't think they'd used any part of the oval properly until this recent weekend where the DTM used the straight of the first bank corner, maybe the second, and the back, used, used almost half of the oval. And so I'm not down with the current DTM, but if you wanted to see like a different track layout you've not seen before, there is an oval in Germany and they kind of used most of it at the weekend. And then they sort of go into the inland. So check that out as well. All right. 
Wow, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I did watch the Saturday race at F2 and it was just bizarre. And the cars would just look so clumsy and bumping each other and everyone. Oh, F8, uh, Formula E, yeah. Formula E, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh... Well, an element of the new Formula 1 rules is they're going to be a bit tougher with body contact. I hope it doesn't go as far as Formula E because they're, they're, they're so tough that they just sort of bumper cars off each other. Yeah. It's just... To an extent. Yeah, I want it like that series, but I just, yeah, so... it, it doesn't have the mark. Um, this weekend, though, we're back in Hungary, where it's all kicked off already for the Formula 1. And British Tune Cars is back at Alton Park. Yes, it is, yeah. So we've got a double weekend in motorsport. Back for another podcast next week. Yeah, another four-hour epic. Oh, you sound so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a new driver for the Touring Cars as well. We do? Yeah. Yeah, in the hard car. Uh, was it Jack Mitchell? I was kind of hoping you would fill it in because I can't remember. <laughs> we'll go sure with that. It is. Yes, Jack Mitchell. Don't really know who he is. Uh, previous Janetta Junior Championship and British GT4 champion. Oh, cool. I think he beat Landon Norris in that during one of them. Oh, I'll uh, be the Janetta Junior. I think he was racing in the minis this year. I think he'd yes, done a couple he of the mini races. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Scoop, see how it goes. Back on park, where I'm assuming there'll be fans in, if you're correct. Yeah, it is, yeah. Unrestricted. I don't know how your rules are working down there. They can do whatever they want now, I think. Oh, yeah, seems lucky you. I've, still, uh-huh. I've got tickets for Knock Hill, I'm still not sure if, I, if there's going to be limits or not. I think, I think I'll be fine. Hmm. Welcome to Scotland. But we're at level zero, but there's still restrictions, and I think next week we're going beyond level zero, and there's still restrictions, so. Well, let's not get into that. I'm not sure when restrictions <laughs> end. Level minus 10. Who knows? Right. But we're back next week. Hungary, where hopefully Lewis and Max will keep it clean, but I doubt it. For the Formula 1 Rolex Magia Nagyuri 2021. Perfect. And <laughs> do you want to do the Touring Cars one? Uh, Alton Park? There you go. Not done. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I do that in F1? Why do I have sponsors? <laughs> anyway, so we're back next week and yeah, hopefully it's all calmed down by then. <laughs> hey, well done. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.